college admission scandal, now Olivia Jade, daughter of actress Lori Loughlin and fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, is cashing in. The social media influencer is joining the cast of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. S&P futures are down two, Dow futures off 26. This is CBS News. Fever is the key symptom for both the flu and COVID. The Exergen Temporal Scanner is essential to detect fevers early and reliably. Learn more at exergen.com. You're ready to get out and get moving. And whether it's surfing, playing tennis, or hiking every path you can find, you're going to need some essential new gear. Essentials that are even more rewarding with the Bank of America Customized Cash Rewards Credit Card. You can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. The essentials have never felt more rewarding. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Wake up to Wendy's and get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss breakfast croissant for just $1.99. Made with fresh cracked eggs and served on a hot buttery croissant that's fluffy enough to sleep on. Uh-uh, it's time to wakey-wakey. Hit the Wendy's drive-thru and get your bacon or sausage egg and Swiss breakfast croissant for just $1.99. That's a better breakfast for just $1.99. Only at Wendy's. We got you. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery prices may vary. Not valid in a combo. Tribute to a man whose characters have delighted kids for decades. It's not just any plaque. It's one of London's famous blue plaques outside Jim Henson's home. The creator of the Muppets lived there from 1979 until his death in 1990 at the age of 53. Henson was also known for his work on iconic kids shows Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock and films like Labyrinth. London's Blue Plaque program started 150 years ago to honor the achievements of its residents. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Five Good Samaritans stopped their car in the median of Interstate 8 in Phoenix to rush to the rescue of a couple in their 90s after their car went up in flames. Witnesses captured the save on cell phone video. He kind of snatched open the door and unbuckled the seatbelt and my buddy Barry snatched him out of the car. One rescuer is in the hospital with a burned arm. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818 for as little as only 119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. I don't know if you've heard, but the CNE New Plains has been sold. Hello, this is Tyler. My wife Misty and I are the proud owners of the newly remodeled, fully stocked, and completely updated True Value Hardware and Farm in the Plains. So we invite you to stop on by. Take a look around for your home, hardware, outdoor power equipment, ranching, and farm hobby needs. And as always, thank you for shopping local. You got your go-tos, your standbys, even your favorites. But the beefy, cheesy burgers at McDonald's take you back to where it all began. Your bite zero when you first tasted what a burger should be like. Two perfectly seasoned beef patties stacked with a single slice of melty cheese on a golden bun. Now at McDonald's, get two McDouble burgers for $3. Whatever it is to you, classics are classics for a reason. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. These days, we're all doing a lot more virtually, which is why at Ohio Health, we've expanded our virtual care options and availability to make it even easier to get safe expert care at home. That includes virtual visits with over a thousand trusted providers in every medical specialty. 
Learn more about our virtual health options at ohiohealth.com slash virtual health. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. Hey, it's Boots. We'll learn about updating your car radios, getting your car maintained, at your local dealership and driving a big old tank. That's AutoSmart's Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. I-N-E-P-T Inept Tech 2468 Who do we appreciate? Oysters! Oysters! Raw! 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 Coach Turf, you're coming off a 33-0 loss to SOS in your season opener, but there must have been some bright spots in the game for you. Well, no, uh, not really. I don't know what ball game you was watching, but I knowed that we was in trouble right there at the start of the ball game when we kicked off because uh, we was breaking in a brand-new kicker, Sammy Sidewinder, and he come up to that football, his first college football kickoff, and he took up a divot that good old Shank Wedgman, the star of our golf team, shoot, he'd have been proud of that rascal. And old, uh, old Sammy kicked the tee further than he kicked the football, and then they recovered it on their 41-yard line. I guess it's downhill from there. Well, it does sound like an ominous beginning. Well, I know no, you, it wasn't very good at all. I know you told me that going into the game, you thought their safeties were inexperienced and you'd be able to work on them with your passing game. How did their safeties play? Well, they played a real fine ball game. In fact, they played a better ball game than I thought they'd play. We had a special play cooked up for the star of our team, our star wide receiver, Needles Norgan. You know, Needles. He's six foot nine, weighs 98 pounds. Rather he's a, thin, young he's man. A, yeah, he's a rather thin boy. And uh, we tried to take advantage of that. We, we was wearing our white road uniforms and needles being so thin, we figured he could lay right down on the sideline. And when we center the ball, we'd quick throw him the ball, and he could run for a touchdown. He jumps up, catches it, you know. And uh, we thought we'd take advantage of their inexperienced safeties. When they caught on, we run that play once and got a big gain. And right after that, uh, I, I bet our quarterback, 12, uh, third and 12, must have thrown seven interceptions we was running that play. We'll be back with more from Coach Turf in just a moment. And the Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you by Bicycle Standard 52 Deck Playing Cards with each of the four French suits, clubs, diamonds, hearts, spades, and you can occasionally find two jokers. Well, Coach, it's customary for coaches to award a game ball to the game's MVP after each game. Which member of the Oysters gets that honor this week? Well, we're not giving it to nobody, but that ain't because we don't have nobody to honor. It's because we don't got no game balls. Uh, that's because, uh, you know, we was pretty cramped on the Packard this road trip, everybody making a trip. You know, every once in a while, when you go through the season, we got some boys that leave a team after a certain number of ball games, and by the time the end of the season rolls around, you don't got as many boys on the team as you do at the start of the season. But this start of the season, we got a lot of boys on the team, had that Packard pretty cramped, so what I did, I give the game ball to Coach Lewis, and Coach Clark today to have it sitting there waiting for us when we got there. And since we don't got no game ball, you can't award nothing if you ain't got it. Well, Coach, this sounds fairly serious to me. You mean you, you still haven't heard from Coach Lewis and Coach Clark? Are they still lost? Well, I'm glad. Whoops, let me get that. Hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's right. Well, I guess that's okay. Long as you and Coach Clark's all right. Why don't you uh, give me a call along about Thursday with what you got? We'll see you. Bye. Well, who was that, Coach Lewis? Well, that's right. You know, he said he had to sell the game ball for a couple of bus tickets to Indiana so they could scout our next opponent, Indiana Orthopedic University. And, boy, you know, that trip's going to wear him out. How's that, Coach? Well, you got to take the back roads to get to IOU, and that always makes you bone tired. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. 
My, oh, my, what a magnificent morning outside. Look at that sunshine. 68 pleasant degrees. Headed up to 73. That's not a big jump. And they're also saying we may have some rain showers. We'll try to look at the forecast here and see what time that might occur. It's a Wednesday, folks. The 8th day of September. Is that right? Yeah. September, right. And then, of course, the year is 2021. Some of you may be listening to us in a different way than you're accustomed to. Our 970 AM transmitter is um, off the air. Um, So we're on our 97.1 and, of course, all our audio streaming services and podcasts and all that sort of thing. So anyway, good morning. Um, By the way, that... uh, um, what am I trying to say? Oh, our main transmitter, uh, I think, is going to be operational again around 10 or 10.30. It could be earlier. It could be earlier. We'll just have to see how it goes. Basically, what happened was somewhere around... Well, let me look at my... Wait. I don't... Well, there's my cell phone. Just a minute here. Get running. By the way... Remember, in in the last several weeks, we've had two snakes electrocuted in our transmitter, which took us off the air. <laughs> One was uh, just, uh, what, two days ago, I guess? Um, or yesterday. I guess it was yesterday. And uh, then another one was maybe a week and a half ago. But I have photographs now of this this most recent one and uh, I don't know I I guess we could put them on our website or something just just for people to see it's not uh, horrific to look at but it's not it's just weird it's just weird so yesterday we were exploring what we need to do out there on Armitage Road where our transmitter is located um, you know, what, 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 first of all, how are they getting in? Okay, well, we decided there's three different places. But, uh, all of them, um, like there's, uh, you know, those old-fashioned bathroom vents. So they had a fan and they had a cover that would come down when they're not in use. But when they're blowing, then it, it kind of goes up at an angle. The air is pushing it out. Um, we That might be one place. But this vent's 14 feet in the air. How do the snakes get up there? On a concrete block building. I don't know. But there's some snake skins around that uh, fan, which kind of make you think that's where they're coming in. And, uh, anyway, why, let's see now. Why did I start this? Um, okay. Now, oh, I was looking at my phone to see uh, what time this power interruption occurred last night. Here we go. So this is... Uh, Okay, at 12.23 in this morning, I received a text message from AEP saying that there was a power outage out on Armitage Road. And uh, go to the map, and it said there were three... When I did go to the map, it said there were three customers affected... <laughs> Of course, a radio station's one of the three. Um, I didn't look later on to see if it was more than that, but because I was asleep when this thing went off, right? 
And then they estimated uh, in another text, which came in about two hours later, which once again woke me up, 347 it says, that um, they were estimating at 6 a.m. the power would be restored out there. And then uh, I got another notice at 651. Well, anyway, <sighs> what a day. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. <laughs> um, let's see here. Anyway, hey, you all know how they got up there. How that you know when you said it, you did know how they the snakes got up there, okay. up that building. Here's how they get up there, very skillfully. Okay, yeah, I accept that. Um, so these are not dumb snakes. These are smarter than the average snake. You could say that, yes. Okay. <laughs> now, there is a piece of conduit, electrical conduit, but it's flush against the building. Yeah. But they could kind of somehow or other shimmy alongside it to that, possibly. that fan. They, uh, they do that in trees. 14 feet in the air or, or better. Um, any, oh, so I was also saying... You're going to learn more about snakes than you want, I think. Um, <laughs> so real quickly yesterday when we discovered this, you know, we're trying to think, well, how can we keep them from getting in those holes? These are all necessary for different types of ventilation and, and exhaust systems for generators. <laughs> in the generator, of course. I need to replace that generator. And the generator yeah. I had is has a, a few years on it, and one of our local generator experts uh, came and looked at it, removed it to s take it to his shop and try to repair it. And has basically shrugged it, not shrugged his shoulders. What am I trying to say? Has said it's too old to be repaired. Probably shook he, shook his head. Even though it's a beautiful Kohler, I was—I thought it was one of the better made. Well, never mind. I got off my track again. Okay, so immediately, Krista gets involved at my request in what do we do to um, make the place unpleasant for snakes, right? Yeah, put a no trespassing sign up. No, that doesn't work. Okay. Uh, I thought they were smarter than the average snake. Oh, does, well. Doesn't work for humans either. No, it doesn't. Um, but um, it turns out that one of the more effective things is mothballs. All right? Yeah. So I've given my wife an assignment today. <laughs> what are you ch chuckling about? Um, it's a big secret. Okay. No, I'm kidding. About you giving Pat a to-do list. Okay, so it seems to me... I thought it went the other way around, but that's okay. Like, there are these netting bags with the, with either a cinch draw closing or a zipper or something. That, um, and I, I, I don't know, are they used for washing? You put lingerie in it and then put them in the washer or... Yeah, you delicate, delicate items. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Okay. You put them in this netted bag, and then you wash them, I guess, in the machine. So, you know, I want to go buy a half dozen of those bags. And then we're going to buy a whole bunch of mothballs. And we're going to put them in those bags, and then draw them up tight. And then place them near these various openings, right? Mm hmm And that is supposed to uh, cause the snake not to want to enter. I may put a sign on them, too, saying, no snake entry. Okay. Just in case they can read. Well, if they're smarter than the average snake, you know. Yeah. Well, they've already proven that. They've climbed 14 feet. Yeah. They're in good shape. <laughs> Here, here, catch you, this. Have, have we overdone this? Enough? No, I, because I have more to add. Oh. But uh, there's no water around there, right? 
Well, yeah, the river's right okay, there. Okay, here, here you go then. Pour white vinegar around the perimeter of any body of water for a natural snake repellent. How are you going to... It's the Hocking River, man. That's a lot of vinegar. Create a mixture of snake repellent, lime, and hot pepper or peppermint. The Hocking River is and about... pour it around the perimeter of your home or property. They don't like the smell of the mixture, and fumes are also itchy on their skin. There you go. There's another one for you. Yeah, Krista told me about that, but I thought the best thing was to make the inside of the building mothbally because, you know, rain's going to wash that vinegar away, right? Yeah. And... You spray it inside of the building, oh, maybe. You, well, that might bother our engineers when they're working out there, the smell. Mm-hmm. I thought mothballs, you could withstand <coughs> the human cities. Let's see. We've spent 15 minutes on this. <laughs> it's good, good stuff, man. So okay. we can tell everybody what happened while we were off the air. Okay. Well, Electrocuted I, snakes. I suspect shortly after 10 we'll be back, have our regular AM station, 970, back on the air. I certainly hope so. Um, there was another issue, too, right? Uh, one person ended up with both set of keys. <laughs> 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 and, and I was texting them, and they weren't getting the messages. This was all at 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, dear. Good morning, folks. September 8th it is. Today is National Ampersand Day. What is that? Oh, okay. I will just show you here. What do you mean you show me? I'm going to show you what an ampersand is. This is radio. We can't show. I'm going to show you. That's it, right there. Oh, the and sign. Ampersand. You know, I've I've used that. I use that term once in a while. There you go. That's an ampersand. Okay, so, folks, do you know what we mean? It's a, a symbol that means the word and, like and or um, Dave and Scott. You got the ampersand. All right. Yeah, it looks like... National ampersand day. Kind of like a, the musical note on the bars before you start out. A Tre- verse. Like a treble clef. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's National Pediatric Hematology Oncology Nurses Day. Very nice. That's it. Just uh, two things. Yeah, did you see uh, yesterday's? There was a, about ten of them. <laughs> you know, since we had a guest yesterday. Or was it Monday? One of the days had a bunch of them. Yeah. By the way, we have a show tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the uh, vaccines uh, from a pharmaceutical point of view. Uh, Amy O'Reilly is going to be joining us. Now, Amy O'Reilly owns, well, first of all, she is a pharmacist. But she has also, um, she's well known, particularly in Ohio as a pharmacist and she does own her own um, drugstore right or pharmacy and it happens to be in where I was raised Worthington but um, her family name is familiar to me but she's also um, uh, uh, rather well known in the pharmaceutical circles uh, in Ohio and even somewhat nationally. So we're going to talk a little bit about the vaccine and other pharmacy sort of things uh, tomorrow right here on the party line. Okay, now, <clears throat> let's see. Let's do... Uh, 
Let's do on this day. So this date of September 8th, but in the year 1380, Kulikovo, the battle on Kulikovo, then there's a colon and it says, Moscow's great monarch, Dmitri, defeats the Mongols, beginning the decline of the Tatars, 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 I think it's Tatars, isn't it? You historians probably laughing at my pronunciations. That's all right. They can pronounce it however they want. Okay. 1504, the year Michelangelo's Statue of David is unveiled in Florence. 1522, on this date, Spanish navigator Juan de Elcano returns to Spain, completing the first circumnavigation of the globe. By the way, that expedition began under Ferdinand Magellan. But as I recall, he died during it, right? I think that is correct, yep. I think he was killed by the natives, maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Boy, a lot of 1500s here. The next one is the year 1565, when the first permanent European settlement in the U.S. founded by uh, founded at rather St. Augustine, Florida. 1664, Dutch surrender colony of New New Netherlands, including New York, to 300 English soldiers. 1941, this would be World War II, the siege of Leningrad by German, Finnish, and eventually Spanish troops begins. The battle then lasted over 28 months as Russia repels the invasion well over um, a million lives. Getting much more recent, 1970, Black September hijackings begin. Three airliners hijacked and blown up by Popular Front for the liberation of Palestine. 1986. You want to guess this one? That was a dumb question. The Oprah Winfrey Show had its first broadcast nationally. See, you'd never get it. Mm -mm. Nope. Okay, we got some famous birthdays. Obviously, folks, today a free-for-all edition. Avisil, Avisil, I don't know how it is. Guy looks real young. Uh, wearing a baseball cap backwards. Looks like he might be one of those uh, dancers on... Uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, A-V-I-C-I-I. He was uh, born on this date in 18... I'm sorry, 1989. Not that long ago and died in 2018. Who is this guy? Is that that his name? A-V-I-C-I-I. Oh, he looks like a... Uh Swedish DJ? Mm. Um, you say he was, his date of death was April 20th, 2018? Well, he said 2018, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a uh, Swedish DJ. His real name was Tim Bergling. He, they go on to say he reached almost absurd levels of fame, success, wealth, and adoration. Sadly, his success came at a heavy cost of anxiety, depression, heavy alcoholism, and ultimately suicide. He was only 28 when he died from self-inflicted wounds from broken glass. Wow. Wow. What guy a guy had it all. That guy was messed up. Jeez. Um, 
That's too bad, man. A guy was he was had you know, a good when you, career, good life. When you think of any given date. But money doesn't buy everything. When you think of any given date on the calendar and you pick out four people to mention famous birthdays, I don't mean to be disrespectful to this guy, but I would think they could have found a better example. Yeah. Anyway. They couldn't get it some help, too. Patsy Klein, born in 1932 on this date, died in 1963. Um, was she a singer or an actor? Singer. She uh, considered one of the most in- influential vocalists of the 20th century. Country singer. First country music oh, singer yes. to uh, successfully cross over into pop music. She sang, you know, songs walking after midnight. Crazy. Now, the next guy I think was one of her boyfriends, Richard the Lionheart. Uh, oh no, the years don't match up. He was he was uh, born in the year eleven fifty seven on this date. Yeah, that's way off. Yeah, and then he died in eleven ninety nine. Richard the Lionheart. He uh, was the king of England from eleven eighty nine until eleven ninety nine. He also ruled as the Duke of Normandy, uh, Aquitaine, and Gascony, Lord of Cyprus. Goodness gracious, what a resume of ruling. <laughs> he looks tough. Yeah, he was and the... This, this helmet he's wearing is... Um, decked out in some bling, isn't it? Well, it's just really... It looks terribly heavy to me. Yeah, it looks like a... You know how you see the fruit cakes every Christmas? That's what it looks like to me. A fruit cake? A fruit cake, yeah, with the green and red. Like oh, the, I don't have a color picture. The, the fruit in it, and well, that's that's what it looks like. But, I mean, the metal comes clear down to the base of his neck. Oh, yeah. On the sides and ears. and No wonder they couldn't turn their heads one way or the other. Just stood there and waved. Okay, and the last one, Charles Get. Uh, this is not a name I know. Gitu, Gitau, G-U-I-T-E-A-U. Charles J. Yes. Guiteau. Uh, Guiteau is your goal. Or, or Guito okay. Was an American writer and lawyer who assassinated U.S. President James A. Garfield on July 2nd, Ooh. 1881. <laughs> uh, there's another one. Why, of all the people, on any given day, you pick out, you know, whoever does these lists picks out something like that. Must have been a, duff, a tough day for finding things. It must have been. Charles J. Gitto. What, what are you calling it? Uh, I just said Gitto. Gitto. Or okay. Guito. Sounds French, obviously. Now, it goes on to say that this, this assassin falsely believed he had played a major role in Garfield's victory for which he should have been rewarded with a consulship. Oh, uh, wow. Apparently that didn't happen, so... Uh, apparently there were a little bit of sour grapes there, would you say? More than a little. Born in 1841, died in 1882. Was he uh, executed or anything like that? Uh, let's see. He died on June 30th, 1882 and in Washington. No. So, so we don't doesn't know. say. Nope. Okay. Should have been. Let's see. Let's do... Um, We have two famous deaths to mention. Oh, penalty was death by hanging. There you go. Okay, so first is Anne. None of these are recent. First is Anne Lee, L-E-E, born in 1736, died in 1784. Why should we know of her? Uh, Let's see here. Anne Lee, commonly known as Mother Anne Lee, was the founding leader of the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Appearing, or the Shakers. Hmm. Okay. And the second uh, famous death 
Edward L. Doheny, Doheny, D-O-H-E-N-Y. Born in 1856, died on this date in 1935. Edward Lawrence Doheny was an American oil tycoon. He drilled the first successful oil well in the Los Angeles City oil field in 1892. His success set off a petroleum boom in Southern California and made him a fortune when in 1902 he sold his properties. Um, I saw a little blurb on my email this morning. It says, three days left until Patriot Day. Now, forgive me. I don't, they're suggesting that one should celebrate Patriot Day. I have faintly remembered hearing the phrase during my lifetime. I don't know as I've ever been aware that today was Patriot Day, and it isn't today, it's three days from now, but that a particular date was Patriot Day. I don't guess I really know what it's all about, but they're saying you should send cards to one another because of Patriot Day. Um, and who's saying this? Maybe it's a card company <laughs> from San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> Could be. Anyway, what is Patriot Day? Well, if you, if you look at the calendar, I'll give you a little hint here. Three days from today. So eight would be the 11th. Oh. Oh. 9-11. I am working. Um, I am working to try to have a special guest on Friday, who was um, immediately involved in the nine eleven. attack and helping people. Um, as you might expect, uh, he's in high demand. Um, lots of different media organizations would like to have him as a guest. But I'm trying to get this for Friday. We'll see um, if we have any luck. Patriot Day. Now I get it. Well, that's certainly nothing we should celebrate. I would think not. If uh, certainly you have any. So nine eleven, folks. If, if, if you're just scratching your head a little bit, you're you're going to be embarrassed in a moment. That was when the um, the hijackers hijacked a plane out of uh, Burlington, Vermont, went up in Canada and somewhere else. They flew them into um, the Twin Towers in New York City. And the buildings uh, had some degree of collapse. And get the stats there, would you? Um, how many deaths were there out of that? And um, 2,977. 19 hijackers. Wow. More than 6,000 others were injured. 9-11. We're going to see a lot of that in the next few days, the historical uh, recollections and everything. Yeah, not, not hijackers, we hope. No, not, not the hijacking, but yeah. the, the recollection of that event. Yeah, coming. Uh, these <coughs> hijackers originated from cells in uh, near Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, all in that area there. Um, let's see here. There's a new news thing that I came across a c 
couple weeks ago, and I've been bringing it in once in a while. Um, it's just sort of odd historical recollections. And it doesn't even necessarily feature today's date, but dates nearby. So, for example, on September 7th, but the year 1888. So, that, let's see, today's the 9th, right? 8th. 8th. So, 1888, a day ago. It says, uh, the first baby to be placed in an incubator. See, what else do they say? It wasn't long ago that the newborn's care was limited to the confines of the house. As a result, childbirth was frequently a risky experience, with preterm or unwell newborns sometimes dying without medical attention. And then what they're trying to do is they say, find out more on how incubators helped save babies' lives in the late 1800s. Okay, September 6th, two days ago, but um, but the year was 1916. The first Piggly Wiggly opens. Hey, how about that? Now, we have Piggly Wiggly... In the plains. In the plains. Right? On the plains. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and it says Clarence Saunders is the founder of Piggly Wiggly. <clears throat> he thought of the name after seeing a couple of little pigs trying to get under a fence. He then thought of the rhyme Three Little Pigs and thought the name Piggly Wiggly. be fun for his new store. I saw a... Is Piggly Wiggly nationwide? I think it's just regional for the eastern... Well, now the eastern... It was predominantly a southern grocery chain. Because mm. I, 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 I saw a know. few of them in South Carolina years ago when they first began. <laughs> I remember yeah. seeing this shirt when I was a kid that said, I'm big on the pig. And I, I thought, what does that mean? I have gone to Piggly Wiggly stores over the years at different places and then now we have one here. Yeah. They've expanded from basically I think the southeast okay. part of the country up through this area but yeah they're they're a regional. September 5th 1847 J Jesse James was born. One of the most violent bank robbers of all time. But his life wasn't always full of pain and strife. In fact, Jesse and his brother Frank grew up in a wealthy church family. So, how did Jesse James turn his ways and join the James Younger Outlaws? And what led to his unfortunate meeting with fate? They're trying to encourage us to look it up. Anyway, I get all these sort of things. Kind of interesting. Yeah, he was, uh, he and his brother Frank were uh, one of the gang members, and they robbed their last bank, I believe, in Northfield, Minnesota, where they were killed after that bank robbery. Folks, um, not to, um, what am I trying to say? Not to um, dampen the day, put a damper. <coughs> oh, boy, I loved sneezing. <laughs> I'd want to say, too, uh, Jesse James was shot by a man named Robert Ford. I think it was in a private home after that that robbery, too. So just a little more history there. Back to your sneeze. It just is so, it feels so good to sneeze. That's I've heard other people say that, too. All right. Kind of clears out the sinuses, I guess. I have our current statistics. 
Um, by the way, I understand in the last uh, few hours maybe there's been an additional death in Athens County. Um, we've been standing at 61 for a while. Uh, and then we before that we were standing at 60 for a long time. Um, but anyway, um, f- well, first let's do this caller here. They're trying to get... And in, in, let me get the right button and switch and everything. Good morning. Good morning. You've had an interesting show this morning. I've appreciated it. Well, thanks for trying to find a place to listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have a suggestion for another guest. Okay. And we were talking about the Patriots and stuff. It was something my wife reminded me. Of. It brought the nation together. We weren't divided in the Democrats. We weren't divided in the Republicans. We all came together when this thing happened. It well, wasn't any animosity toward anybody but the ones that did it. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Well, I so when you this. say uh, another guest, yes, would you care to name some people that you think would be examples of that? Andy Stone. He's back working for the city as service safety director. He had a soft landing or something like they didn't make a big hullabaloo of him returning from his uh, leave of absence serving the nation. Mm-hmm. But I thought he'd be an interesting person talking. Let us know how things went when he was gone. Okay. I'd like to have him anyway. Yeah, he came back in the middle of August. Right. And uh, that means he's back as service safety director, and the police chief went back to his job. Right. Good keep idea. Up, Thank keep you. Up, keep up the good work and come on, WATH. It's stay on and yeah. Well, I, I really enjoyed the snake story. That at least I'll. I, I I'm going to try to see if Connor can put um, or Krista can post the um, the snake pictures that uh, Harry took, and it's curled up amongst our equipment. You can see where it's burned in two places. And that also would be in. Yeah. Object for an article in the Athens News or the Messenger. Oh, that's what I need. But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> it's, um, I'm going to see if she can put it on one of our sites. Right. Okay, thank keep you. Cut, keep cutting that grass. It's really growing this year, isn't it? Uh, yes, and... Um, it just seems it's the wild, wild fall grass that's going crazy now. Our, our station grass is unusually high. Right. So it's, i got to get... I think call, they call call the guy that helps us and see if he'll make sure it gets yeah, the, something about the fall grass that always goes wild before it gets zapped by the frost. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right. Now the stats. Let's uh, work backwards. So we'll start with Athens. Okay, we got sixty-five thousand people living here. Sixty-five three thirty-two, and that changes a couple either way daily, but the average at the moment I'm using is 65,352 people live in Athens County. The virus started here on March 7th, 2020. That was the first record, that was the first date in which a case was recorded. Yesterday there were 25 new cases, the day before 34. So, the totals yesterday, those 25 cases brought it up to 6,229 cases since it all began. Now, that doesn't mean all of those are active by any means. But what's that, what is that against that 65,000 population? That is 9.53%. Now, um, right now we have 232, I'm sorry, this is as of 2 o'clock yesterday. As of then, we had 232 being hospitalized. We have 5,348 that have recovered. We had 61 deaths. And I think today when at 2 o'clock it'll say 62. Um, it just happens that it's an even number. 
we have had 29,700 vaccinations in our county. Put a percentage to that, that's 45.4, well, really 0.5%. Come on, Athens. And that'll be part of our discussion tomorrow with our guest, the pharmacist. <clears throat> okay, state of Ohio. Well, anyway, uh, state of Ohio has 11,689,100 people. Um, As of yesterday, there have been 1,262,018 cases. So where Athens was 9.53% of its population, the state of Ohio is 10.8%. Active cases right now stand at 113,564. Now, of that 113,500, 8,967 are in an ICU. 58,000 15 are in a regular hospital setting. Of course, some are recovering at home or going through it at home. Now, I have a neighbor who um, is having what I would call a relatively mild case and is at home. A young person. Anyway. Let's see here. Okay, recovery. 91% of those that have gotten it have recovered now. Uh, That's 1,148,454. On the state level, the vaccine scene is 52.45%. So Athens, 45%. The state, almost 53%. There were 73 new deaths yesterday. The day before, none. Was that you or me? That was, <clears throat> excuse me, that was me. That was an odd sound. That was the microphone just moved. Oh, the very spring slightly. in the arm, I see. Yeah. That sounded odd. Okay, deaths. Um, We had 73 new deaths yesterday, I guess I said that. Bringing the total deaths in the state to 21,020, which is 1.67% of our state's population. Uh, 46% males. 53% females in terms of who gets it. And a couple days ago, our state's median age for acquiring it changed from 41 to 40. We have three minutes remaining. I guess we'll finish with the U.S., And that might just finish our show today. Okay, so we have 332,869,000 people in the United States. If you look at a real number, like there's one reporting service that shows births and deaths in real time, and those numbers are flickering all the time. You know, they change. Yeah. Particularly at the world level. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Yep. Okay. Um, so there were 11,022 new cases yesterday. 
bringing the total thus far to 40,876, I'm sorry, 40,876,816, which is 12.28% of our nation's population has either is having or has had COVID. Vaccination rate nationwide, 65.12%. Keep it up. Yesterday, exactly 200 new deaths. Bringing the total of deaths nationwide to 666,759. Now, active cases as of yesterday, 8,864,000. 618, that's 21.69% of those that have experienced it are still active. And finally, uh, 76.68% of those that have experienced it have recovered, which is a total of 31,345,439. That's really all the time we have uh, today. So tomorrow, the topic certainly will be the vaccine and pharmacy things in general. Um, Amy O'Reilly will be joining us uh, via telephone. Um, She lives up in Worthington, my old hometown. And um, let's see here. What's going on nationally? Did you did you happen to like this is nationally? Did you happen to go by the doggy swim yesterday at the pool twice? <laughs> and um, man, there were a bunch of folks there, and um, we should have had our dogs get their shots about a week ago. We got a notice from our veterinarian saying, "Hope and fully are due." And if we had done that back then, we would have taken them. Oh. But we didn't have the shots done yet. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WHH FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A week and a half after Ida, life in New Orleans is getting more bearable. WWL's Dave Cohen says most of the lights are back on and ACs are humming. Crews working around the clock have been reconnecting electrical customers. And 10 days after Hurricane Ida, big progress expected today. Huge chunks of customers getting closer to that vast majority of customers restored. Entergy's Patrick Hamby. Large, large projects. We've been building this system, rebuilding it from the ground up. He notes, however, an area's hardest hit, it may be the end of the month before they have the power back. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. Lots of people are in the dark in Mexico. CBS's Adrian Bard is in Mexico City. The aftershocks continue following last night's magnitude 7.1 earthquake centered in Acapulco. According to Mexico's National Seismology Agency, some 150 aftershocks have occurred. About 700,000 people are still without power. In Richmond, Virginia... Celebrations along Monument Avenue after a 131-year-old statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee came down this morning. WTOP Radio's Neil Augenstein. A crane was brought in. Workers looped a harness around the statue. And the statue was lowered from the pedestal here with several hundred people gathered and cheering. After more than a year of legal battles, Virginia's Supreme Court ruled last week that statue could be removed. Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited about 25 Afghan children who were separated from their parents and taken to a U.S. air base in Germany when the Taliban took over. They've been sleeping in tents, playing volleyball, jumping in a bouncy castle. Blinken told them... Communities that you're going to find in the United States that are really looking forward to, to having you become 
part of our country, too. Ex-Afghan President Ashraf Ghani, who fled the country, has just tweeted an apology, saying he regrets he couldn't make it end differently. A lot of people can't find what they need at the store, nor they're pay paying a lot more for it because of supply problems. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Shipping containers because of the pandemic have ended up in the wrong places. So they're sitting empty in places where there's no product to fill them. And where we need them in ports, where we have a lot of supply, they're not there. So that's one big problem. Experts say it's best to get your holiday shopping done now, if you can. The Dow is up 35 points, S&P off two. This is CBS News. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Jay Farner here. 